Hello and welcome to Better Work Days, a show dedicated to helping everyday professionals create better days at work. I'm your host, Andy Morrison from Real Custom Training, where we design and deliver professional development workshops that are relevant, engaging, actionable, and lasting. Each week on Better Work Days, we'll be taking a look at a specific concept, skill, or story that we use in our workshops. We'll make sure that they're easy to understand, fun to learn about, and most importantly, that they can be applied immediately in the workplace as soon as you finish the episode. Thank you for joining us. It's time for Better Work Days from Real Custom Training. Hey everyone, welcome to episode three of Better Work Days from Real Custom Training. I'm your host, Andy Morrison. And in this episode, we're going to look at an important topic, one of my favorite topics to help people out with here at Real Custom Training. And that's shifting your mindset as a new supervisor. So we run a workshop called Supervisory Fundamentals. It's coming up on February 21st. It's one of our most popular programs. And when we run that program, we get a mix of folks. We get some people who have been supervisors for years. We get some folks, we've literally had folks in there who it was their very first day in a supervisory role and they were in the workshop session with us. Now, those people who are brand new to it, they tell us at the end that it really boosted their confidence and helped them hit the ground running. And I think a key aspect of that confident, smooth start to becoming a new supervisor is ensuring that you have adjusted your mindset to what it means to be a supervisor in the first place. You've got to go into it with really clear expectations of what the role involves, how your work life is going to change, and you want to make sure that you're up for that challenge and that you can get in the right headspace for it before you accept your new supervisory role. So this episode's for anyone who's new to uh, supervisory roles. If you're watching and listening, and maybe you're a more seasoned manager, but you've got some folks working for you who are new to being supervisors, send them this link, send them the episode. I hope it'll help them out. So when we talk to participants about getting into the right mindset as a new supervisor, the first question that we ask them is why did you get promoted to supervisor? What were you doing that caught the eye of management and made them say, hey, uh, I, I think him or her, I think they've, they've got potential to be a manager here. The vast majority of participants tell us that their experience aligned with my own personal experience in the workplace, which is that you did a really good job as an individual contributor. So if you're, if you're knocking it out of the park as a car salesman, the next natural thought is, oh, you'd probably be good at managing other car salesmen. Uh, in my experience, I know I, I caught the eye of upper management. I gave a great presentation at a, at a meeting with different businesses and community members. And, and one of the people who was instrumental in my uh, subsequent promotion told me that that address they saw me give really made them think, oh, I, Andy could have management potential. Now, what went wrong for me and what I find with many uh, people that we've worked with is I got that promotion, but I didn't get any fundamental training to go with it. I kind of just got tossed into the supervisory role and was expected to learn on the fly. Learning on the fly is good. Experience is, of course, the best teacher of all time. But I do believe individuals and organizations can save themselves a lot of trouble by providing new supervisors with fundamental training at the onset of their new role. Because there's things like we're going to talk about today. There's things that they need to wrap their head around as they're going into their new role. And there's challenges they need to anticipate. There's skills they need to start developing right away. And 
the fundamental training can help them get all those ducks in a row so that when they start the supervisory role, they get off to a much smoother start as opposed to being tossed into it and having to learn the hard way, which can create bumps in the road and can even deflate the confidence that is so important to someone stepping into a supervisory role. So yeah, we usually get promoted because we're crushing it at whatever our job was. But becoming a supervisor means taking on an entirely new job that requires an entirely different skill set. So how are we defining what it means to supervise? I love this definition uh, from the book, Supervisor, Manager, Leader, The Basics of Being a Boss by Mike Krause. Highly recommend that book. Uh, and his definition is that supervision is the act of overseeing, monitoring, and or adjusting the activities and behaviors of others. I think that's a great succinct definition. And I always ask participants, which of those three words do you think is the most important? Overseeing, monitoring, and or adjusting. I believe adjusting is the most important word there. Almost anybody could oversee or monitor the activities and behaviors of others in the workplace. But being a truly effective supervisor, manager, leader of any kind means you're doing the adjusting part well. You're not just sitting back and watching. You're adjusting as needed. And helping others adjust their activities or behaviors in the workplace is an extremely challenging thing to do. In fact, as Dr. Robert Cialdini put it, uh, Becoming a supervisor means accepting the fundamental challenge of all leadership, and that is getting things done through other people. That essentially means that you are guiding and adjusting other people's behaviors in order to accomplish things through their work. That's what it boils down to as a supervisor. Your job now, regardless of what your job was that you were so good at that got you promoted, your job as a supervisor now is to get things done through other people. And most likely doing so will require you to develop and utilize a whole new skill set and mindset that you didn't necessarily need in your individual contributor role. Now, in terms of mindset as a new supervisor, I like to ask participants in our workshops to brainstorm uh, a list comparing what their role was like, what their workday life was like when they were an employee versus when they were a supervisor, because especially for new supervisors, I think it's so important for them at the beginning to wrap their heads around the fact that being a supervisor is going to require different responsibilities and different skills on their part. So they tell us, yeah, when I was an employee, I really feel like I was doing a lot of short-term thinking. You know, my to-do list for, for today was largely what I was mostly concerned about. I wasn't necessarily concerned about three, six months out, a year out, five years out. Whereas as a supervisor, you've got to be prepared to start adopting more long-term thinking because the uh, leaders and executives that are, that are uh, setting the policies and the goals and the strategic plans that you have to help implement, they're thinking in a long-term way. So you're fitting into their plans in a long-term way, and it's important for you to start looking at things the same way that they are. As an employee, you've got to understand goals and missions. You know, you've got to understand the organization's overall goals and missions and how your role fits into that. As a supervisor, you still need to understand that, but you need to communicate those goals and missions to other people and not just communicate them effectively, but get other people on board, generate buy-in for those goals and missions, get them to understand why they're important and generate enthusiasm for them. As an employee, participants tell us they feel like their main job was doing task-oriented work, getting done what they needed to get done on any given day. Whereas as a supervisor, your challenge now becomes delegating. 
And this is particularly tough for some of our clients who come from the manufacturing world, where a lot of them get promoted to a frontline supervisory role, but they don't necessarily get relieved of all the individual responsibilities that they previously had. So now on top of some of the things they, they used to be in charge of, the daily things, the task-oriented work they had to get done, they've still got most of, if not all of that, but in addition, they're now in charge of a shift in a group of people. So delegating becomes extremely important for them to help make sure they've got the time for both the work they previously were in charge of and the higher level work that they have to do as a supervisor. Employees, important, accept feedback. You know, you get feedback from your manager or your boss. You've got to accept it, utilize it, implement it in a way that's evident to them so that they know the feedback's being heard and acted upon. As a supervisor, you're you're still going to have to accept feedback from somebody. Everybody's got a boss, right? But in addition to that, you also now have to be giving feedback to other people. And when it comes to adjusting behavior, giving feedback is one of the essential tools. And it's so important to develop that skill set. Uh, many of these, communication, delegating, giving feedback, long-term thinking, uh, this last one, you know, managing other people's conflicts versus handling your own conflicts. Uh, these are all things that we help people work on at Real Custom Training through the supervisory fundamentals program that we have coming up, standalone workshops on delegating and giving feedback, conflict management workshop coming up in March here in Putnam, Connecticut. It's so important for supervisors, new supervisors going in to first adjust their mindset so that they know what life as a supervisor is going to be like. They know how their role is changing how their expectations are changing, and how their daily execution needs to change too. First, they've got to accept that. They've got to get in that mindset. Then they've got to start working on the skills that can help them execute in the workplace and succeed in their new supervisory role. And that's where we try to help out at Real Custom Training. So if you're a new supervisor, I hope this gives you something to think about. I would also encourage you, if you're a new supervisor, go back to episode one of Better Work Days, which is all about growth mindset. Because you absolutely have to adopt a growth mindset as a new supervisor. You will not succeed if you don't have that growth mindset. Because if you look at this list of things that supervisors need to do, long-term thinking, communication, delegation, giving feedback, managing other people's conflicts, those are likely all growth areas for you now. Those may not be skills that you had to utilize as an individual contributor. You're going to have to utilize them as a new supervisor. So you have to adopt that growth mindset as well. So if you're unfamiliar with growth mindset, go back to episode one and check that out and couple that with what we went over today so that you can get into the right frame of mind to hit the ground running and get off to a smooth start in your new supervisory role. Now, if you're interested in learning more, if you're interested in working with us to develop these skills, I highly suggest you check out our website, realcustomtraining.com. Uh, you can see under the upcoming events tab, our supervisory fundamentals workshop is coming up. Great thing about this workshop, it'll, it is a live online workshop. We use webcams and microphones to keep it fully interactive, just like our in-person programming. But because it's live and online, anyone can attend from anywhere around the country or the world. We're not just limited to our in-person uh, uh, footprint that we have here in Putnam, Connecticut. So if you're listening to this and you're one of our local partners, but you've got sites outside of Connecticut and employees there that could benefit from this type of programming, the live online workshop is available to them as well. Also connect with us on social media. Real Custom Training is on Facebook. We are on LinkedIn. Better Workdays will be broadcasting live on both of those uh, social media platforms every week. 
And you can also find us on YouTube at Real Custom Training on YouTube. You can check out Better Workdays in webinar form there. So thank you for listening and thanks for helping us create better work. Days.